guys, it's your buds Liam and Tom. Hey. Uh, we just what? Where is this going in the podcast? At the beginning? At the very beginning. Yeah, we just Probably recorded my idea. story, and we're like, hey, we should like definitely put a trigger warning on this. My story is is uh uh not not. I mean, it's a great story, but the content <laughs> is not great. So for my story, trigger warning for. Uh, uh, racial violence, police violence, PTSD. If you've ever been swatted, because there are a lot of people who have that might be interested in listening to this show. So just go into that, go into this knowing that. I'm going to put a general trigger warning on mine because it's filled with uh, religious phobia, homophobia, general hate. A lot of hate. A lot of hate that stems from right wing Christianity. So. If that's something that doesn't float your boat. And now the theme song. We hear and girls whoa oh god should i do a spookier voice um, i can do a spookier voice oh what does that sound like uh, Liam? much sillier good evening boils and ghouls okay this, a halloween dead this bit makes no sense because it's not halloween it's not halloween it is it's, dark in this room there's been a blackout in my home in tom's home we're in the same room pores you get it <laughs> fucking jim and beth from next door we've been telling them, i'm this is not a bit this is, this a is real me thing. getting actually mad fucking jim and beth these old rich white people who Ugh. live next door we've told them the fucking like city told them hey your tree is super fucking dead and it's gonna fall the fuck over and it's gonna take out a fucking power line and so you know what i've been doing all day I've been sweating my ass off in this fucking house because there's no goddamn power and I had to do research for this on my fucking phone because I could have gone, okay, I could have gone to Starbucks <laughs> where there's free Wi-Fi, but oh, I, just, I have horrible social well, anxiety here's a, here's and that would have been thing. a nightmare. So I learned today that Starbucks can sell your IP history and like that's totally a thing that they can do. Yeah. So it's probably a good thing that you didn't go to Starbucks. We're literally doing this by in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a lit orange candle here and so it is a little Halloween-y. Yeah, this is I, Media Majors. This is Media Majors, a podcast where I practice voices. Yep. This is a storytelling podcast where me, Liam Sr., a fan of the film and television genre. And me, Tom Lockney, a fan of the game and internet genre. Of wow, we're really, genre of we're really crushing this. Got it in one. Uh, we tell each other a story from our preferred medium. In by candlelight for Tom, <laughs> who's literally reading this by candlelight. I have a phone, so I'm good. I'm going to start us off this week. Yeah. Liam. That's what they call me. Listeners. In the early 1960s, Philadelphia sees an alarming increase in bank robberies. Uh, well, okay, a quick, quick side note already. Philadelphia, kind of a shit stain of a town. <laughs> and in 1964, the PPD's response to this trend is a 100-man specialized unit, the Special Weapons and Tactics Unit, otherwise known as SWAT. I, uh, the listeners can't see my facial nuances, but I squinted. Initially created to handle violent confrontations with criminals, as well as provide riot control, the scope of SWAT application has broadened in recent decades. The following is their current loadout. <laughs> oh boy. Quick brief history of uh, the SWAT uh, team. I, I actually know this. They're based out of racism? Uh... This is true. This is totally true. There's a four-part dollop series about the LAPD. And basically, yeah. 
if you were a police officer before never, you are like there's like an 80% chance that you're a white nationalist. Yeah. I don't make the rules. Okay, so this is their current loadout. MP5/10 submachine gun. Good. It's a close quarters submachine gun designed yeah. for urban warfare. <laughs> M4 carbine. Is that like Urban Outfitters, but they only sell camo? M1911A1, a Springfield Professional Custom 45 caliber ACP pistol. Glock pistol, 40 caliber Smith & Wesson, 10 millimeter round. So do all of the people in SWAT get all of these guns? Like one? Well, SWAT, it's a SWAT team. And I know, so I okay, think it's, because so yeah, you're not going to have a, a submachine gun, a rifle a sniper rifle a shotgun and two pistols on you at all times because that unless would be you're f- fucking crazy unless you're jo- don the rock johnson i was gonna say this is this is dwayne the rock dwayne johnson. the rock johnson and he doesn't use guns i was gonna say unless you're in inventory space and in fallout 4 was a ridiculous they also use a remington 870 12 gauge shotgun and a remington 700 sniper rifle also, some of their vehicles are basically tanks. They are tanks. They're not gonna like. They're not gonna like blow a building apart. But they're armored. They have treads. Part and, of the history yeah. of the SWAT is the fact that they got a bunch of old military gear. It's fucking crazy. like it's insane. So, do you think you got a good handle on SWAT teams, Liam? Yeah. Because some people super do not. Nope. I have a feeling I know where this is going. SWATing. I was Noun. right. I nailed it in one. Noun informal. The action or practice of making a prank call to emergency services in an attempt to bring about the dispatch of a large number of armed police officers to a particular address. I know what you're thinking already, Tom, and don't worry, there was a Degrassi episode about swatting. Fuck you, you're kidding me. I'm be 100% honest with you. I've literally, I, I, season one, episode seven, uh, this girl. You know the exact episode and season. Ep- there's only a ten. Well, there's only three seasons on Netflix the, of the new Degrassi, and they're only ten episodes long. It's very oh. easy to pick. Basically, uh, they they try to do the story about like feminism, and it ends in the girl getting swatted. Well, what an oddly prescient example. The practice of swatting has been around long enough that the FBI started using the term as early as 2008, though it would not make it into the Oxford Dictionaries online until 2015. Classic Oxford, always dragging their feet when it comes to these new terms. (laughs) Essentially, the swatter makes a bogus phone call to law enforcement describing some sort of violent crime, often involving hostages. I think it's because hostages is fun to say. Are you sure that's why they do that? I would disagree. I feel like hostages, great word. Think yeah. about all the, like, one of my favorite jokes to do is add, or I'll kill the hostages yeah. afterwards. Well, that's how I sign off of every phone call with my mom and dad is, I love you guys, um, give me five grand or I'll kill all the hostages. I, I'm still writing kill all the hostages 2016 on my checks. <laughs> <laughs> what checks am I signing? I'm unemployed. Then SWAT gets deployed and is used as an unwitting weapon of terror. But what, it, but what happens when the, when swatting occurs? <laughs> we have made like that same variation of joke like three or four times on media majors, and it is always extremely true. Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes it doesn't have to just be funny. It just has to be provoking. 
here's how they get your info, by the way. These are redacted, as I don't really want to provide people with, like, a step-by-step guide to swatting. Like, hey, I'm not going to, like, wiki house swatting for you motherfuckers. Can There's... we please Google wiki house swatting afterwards? Oh, I want to see the pictures they use. <sighs> Do it right now. Live on the air. They can call the victim's internet service provider after obtaining their IP. There's various ways to obtain the IP. Obtain. They can obtain the email of a streamer and then use that to move through PayPal. So they'll call PayPal saying like, "Oh, like here's my information," and basically BS their way. Aww, there's no wiki how for swatting. There's three ways to kill a wasp. <laughs> that was a dud. Uh, they can also call Amazon with requests to change info in response to like a wish list item. So like if they have your wish list and your email, um, they can call Amazon. They can get. Essentially, in under 15 minutes, they can get uh, go from your IP to your fucking social security number. Jeff Bezos, what are you doing? <laughs> from there, it's as simple as making a 911 call with a spoofed phone number and a story about shooting people, and you've got a SWAT team on the way. It is extremely popular to do this to streamers, as SWATters can watch their violence unfold live and on camera. That's what happened in Degrassi. Numerous celebrities have also been swatted, including... Oh, give me that. Give me that good celebrity gossip. Sean Combs. Puff Daddy? Yeah. He himself has been swatted in the homes of multiple celebrities, including people like Tom Cruise, Miley Cyrus, Iggy Azalea. There were a couple other uh, names. There was a huge movement in the early 2010s, I believe, where a bunch of celebrities got their homes swatted. My God. Hate groups, such as Gamergate, have also used swatting as a terrorist technique, swatting oh. numerous critics such as Izzy Galvez, uh, at Pixelgoth, and Ashley Lynch with uh, the 8chan forum slash Baphomet, serving as the sort of operations hub of Gamergate-motivated swattings. Uh, guys, I'm going to do a whole fucking... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, the, the candle. The candle has gone out. The candle just went out. You need a flashlight? I got a phone. Ah, Gamergate. Glad, glad these... Yeah. Rowdy boys are back. They've got their tendrils fucking everywhere. Yeah, tendrils is like the accurate word. So there's going to be a whole fucking ep about, oh God, Baphomet and 8chan. Yeah, don't forget everybody, 8chan is the pedophile, pedophile website. Even members of Congress are not safe. Back in 2016, the House of... The House of Lies? Back in... Tw- <laughs> I, uh, the House of Pancakes? Congressman Jeffrey Pancake? Congresswoman Catherine Clark... Massachusetts House of Representatives. Her home was swatted because she's a woman. Anti- well, she's a woman and she's anti-swatting. <laughs> Real brave stance this woman's taking. <laughs> it's just I'm not. But laughing. that's the fucking thing. Like, no, like no, nobody I, else is like, hey guys, maybe we should fucking make swatting illegal. What? Like maybe we should create legislation specifically designed for swatting people. She's, like, the fucking only one! Guys, I'm, like, actually mad, and if there was any light in this room right now, my my face would be red like a strawberry! Red like a strawberry. It's fucking, it's I fucking ridiculous. Because it, it is illegal, technically, because, like, you, but you have to be like, oh, like, it's, it's falsifying evidence, like, hoaxing, misuse of property. Like, no, like, there should be a fucking law that is, if you call SWAT... On a human being, that's fucking illegal, and you go to prison forever for it. Don't know why you're yelling at me about oh. that. I agree with you. I just find it funny I'm that sweating. she was like, <laughs> well, it's very hot in here. She was just like, I'm anti-swatting, and the swatting community was like, well, well, well. 
looks like the hunter has become the hunter. <laughs> and it's like, you guys picked the easiest. I, so, Liam. That's what they call me. I know what you're thinking. You really don't. Has anyone gotten hurt or died during a swatting? So, you know, I was thinking about if I need to go to the bathroom after those two burritos I ate. <laughs> I don't. Well. Please say no. In early 2015. Nothing happened and everyone was okay. 20-year-old Tyron Dobbs. No. Poor baby. Is relaxing at home when the SWAT team barges in. No. They have received a call from a man impersonating Dobbs who claims that he is holding three hostages at his at that home address and that he will kill them unless he is given $15,000. It just occurred to me that there was a swatting in the episode Degrassi, but they're in Canada. Does Canada not have a SWAT team? I mean, now I need to go Google that, and I will later, but I'm just, just a little brain nugget I just had, because, like, there's a whole scene after they realize it's a swatting where one of the SWAT team members basically is like, swatting is not a good thing. And I've, I've, I've never been like, wait, but isn't the SWAT team, like, a U.S. only It is. Thing? It's an FBI thing. So then what the fuck is Canada? Canada, you magical land. All right, tell me what happens to poor Tyler. What happens next is the matter of some dispute, uh, some that I think is true, and some that I think is a hot load of fucking bullshit. Oh, boy. According to his family, his mother told police, quote, I'm telling you, we are fine. We are okay, so you should have dropped your guns when we were walking out, like walking out of their home. Oh, no. His father also said, quote, man... Are y'all gonna go up there and kill my son? Man, he's sleeping. His cousin also reportedly tried to help calm police, but to no avail. Uh, they called Dobbs on his phone, waking him up, and Dobbs agreed to come outside. Fucking obviously. Hey, we're the police, and we think that you might have hostages and a I'm gun. I'm already outside. <laughs> I, I ran down the stairs. I'm yeah. not even wearing pants. I'm innocent. He walked outside of the apartment. And everything was okay. The police report differs. Oh, what fucking classic. Saying that Dobbs kept crawling back and forth in front of a sliding glass door and came out with his hand inside the lower front of his shirt. Dobbs has obviously said that this was not fucking true. Oh, good. Um, he said that after the fact. Yeah. Well, that's uh, good. And that's a bunch of bullshit. And regardless, uh, Dobbs is shot once in the chest oh. and once between the eyes. Okay, so, like, what? Wait. Don't worry, Liam. They were rubber bullets. Oh, good. Now, so they just they just gave him brain damage. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to... We should qualify. Like, that totally still could have ended in death. Uh, people think that rubber... People think that rubber bullets are just, like, a bullet made out of rubber, but what it actually is is a metal pellet coated in either, like, plastic or hard rubber. Oh. And, like, if that thing goes in your eye you're dead you're dead if it hits like a soft part of your neck totally you can, dead. yeah um if it i mean like it could break your ribs it could puncture a lung it, it yeah could it couldn't can yeah yeah when police say things like they used non-lethal force what they really mean is we use less lethal force non-lethal force is an oxymoron uh, here's some more bullshit from that police report they say that the headshot was intended for his torso but that he fell into it Go fuck it. Like, fuck Who is off. He Neo? Is he Neo of the Matrix? Matrices? That's such. Oh, God. 
this is this is maybe like a grim simile, but this is sort of like you know, like younger or or, or people who like self harm uh will will like say Oh, like I fell on the knife or something because right, they're right, like embarrassed right. and ashamed. I'm this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I can't because it ended funny. God damn it. No, I, I mean it, I've heard so many stories where it's like the police said this happened. It did not happen. Um, they also tried to do some like character assassination on him, uh, and his family too. They say they found a small amount of drugs in a part in the apartment, which they say is relevant because according to the uh, report. Everybody in the apartment thought that's why SWAT was there, but that doesn't make any fucking sense because when SWAT rolls up and says, hey, you have hostages come out of the building, you immediately don't go, oh, this is because of, like, the pot that we have. Dobbs is white, correct? Because oh! if he is not, he would have been murdered? He's, no, he's a black Oh man. my god, I just read ahead. He's I would wow. He's a black kid. And, and also the family literally tried to tell them, hey, this is not a hostage situation. I'm just so shocked. So they knew that. it was not about the fucking drugs, and the police just fucking lied about it. <sighs> Were there fucking. drugs? Were there drugs in the apartment? Who the fuck even well, knows, man? I'm gonna man. say no, but I'm gonna also say that there were drugs after the incident in the apartment. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we here on Media Majors only like honest Fuck cops. Fuck the police. Yeah, if you're a <laughs> cop, again, there's like an 85% chance that you're a white nationalist. And it went up 5% since I last said that. Uh, also, the Dobbs family has received no apology from the police force for um, shooting their son. They're not going to get one. For shooting their 20-year-old son. Yeah. Um, he got really fucked up. The hospital picks are a real bummer. Don't need to see those. Yeah. Did he get any brain damage? The articles didn't say... Okay, that's good. No news is good news. Who the fuck knows why the Swatters did this, but the two men have been apprehended. Robert McDade. And Mike Huckabee. The 21-year-old Briton who made the phone call. An American, Zachary Lee, who is accused of being the one who requested that McDade commit the swatting. Their charges include conspiracy to produce false information and hoax. And if found guilty, they face a maximum of 20 years in prison. That's fucking crazy, my dude, my guy, my dude. My dude, my guy, my god. <laughs> Max 20? Max 20 for this. Like, what the fuck? Like, people... It is it is astounding that nobody has been shot and killed yet. I think the biggest thing is that people think it's a fucking joke yeah. to, to, put, to put people's lives in serious risk. Yes, I also just think and that, And also, like, what if you're the fucking SWAT guy that blows some kid's head off, and you have to live with that for the rest of your fucking life? I shot a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you become uh, Reginald Val Johnson. I'm going to close out on a quote from a swatter. Oh, good. There's an excellent piece from Patrick Klepek while he was still working with Kotaku called Meet a Teenager Who Says He's a Swatter. Quote, Being able to intimidate someone is really fun, whether someone will admit it or not. My arms hurt from all the red flags I'm waving. I'd get bored and wanted to see if I could trick X service into giving me Z information by doing Y type of call. It was a game to me. I never found it fun. He's a sociopath. Well, hold on a second, my dude. The game and fun are kind of a hand-in-hand situation. I never really released doxes. I didn't see the point in it. I didn't care. I found it fun tricking the system into giving me information. I felt all-knowing, which is a feeling that a lot of people crave. 
I felt like I was someone special. Not everyone could do this, and it's true, not everyone can. This is literally the signs of a fucking serial killer. You're gonna get someone who's just got a fucking terrible knack for it that can't do it, but I'm definitely not special for being able to. This is some fucking Charles Manson shit right here. Yeah, this dude is like legitimately a serial I just watched an episode of TV where they were interviewing, I forget what the show was. Oh no, I don't, it was Buffy. Where they were like asking um, profile questions and it's all, these are like the answers. I had that craving of feeling like the smartest person on the call or the smartest person in the room. Oh my god, this guy is a I had that hell. craving for it. I'm like that in real life. Honestly, I surround myself with people who are actually really smart. Gonna editorialize for a bit here. Probably fucking not, you I'm gonna dumbass. Guess not. My best friend in the world right now is probably one of the smartest fucking people I know. I also am the only one who can see him. <laughs> Again. It's that superiority thing. That you want to be better than people. I thought that would make me better than them. When, in reality, it put me quite a few pegs down. I was this immature kid who wanted to be known. Someone's gonna be like, well, they got bullied in their own school. No. Most of these people were probably the fucking class clowns. And loved in their school. End quote. I hope that guy chokes on a dog's dick. Yeah, that dude's horrible. The the interviewee's angle is, hey, I don't swat anymore and it was wrong, but I'm a really nice guy now. <laughs> except I'm also a serial killer. Yeah, except I'm also like <laughs> Except definitely, I think everyone's out to get me. Yeah, I'm definitely like a monster because I just want to feel, I get off by feeling superior to people. And that is my story for this week. That was a bit of a rougha duffa, wasn't it, Liam? Yep, well, I've got bad news for you, bud. Oh, God. It's only gonna get worse. The year is 1960. Oh, same as my story. And Pat Robertson is born. Do you know Pat Robertson? Who's Pat Robertson, Liam? Tell me. So he's me. the son of a former U.S. senator. Son of a son of a sailor? No, senator, not a sailor. <laughs> son of a son of a senator. He's a son of, just son of a senator. <laughs> former U.S. senator. Absalom Willis Robertson. Names. Uh, oh, sorry. That's not when he was born. In 1960, Pat Robertson bought the license for WTOV-TV, Channel 27, in Portsmouth, Virginia, which had ceased operation because of poor viewership. Uh, renamed WYAH-TV, and now today is WGNT, the station began broadcasting Christian programming to the Hampton Roads area on October 1st, 1961. A little bit of that Prairie Home Companion? No, Prairie Home Companion was just kind of like middle-of-the-road, family-friendly material. Mm. This Put is... you to sleep while driving your car type of material. Exactly. This is more like God and the devil are raging inside your soul, and if you don't choose the right answer, you're fucked. Uh, <laughs> not, oh, God. That, not that language, but... Uh, reminds me of being a child. <laughs> Pat Robertson is like older than time himself. Like if you Google the picture, he just looks like a frail skeleton. He looks old. He looks like an elderly Jeff Sessions. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Right. So yeah. And then in 62, the station suffered financially and almost closed. We were so close to keep the station on air. <laughs> WYAH produced a special telethon edition of the show for the telethon. Robertson set a goal of 700 members, each contributing $10 per month which was enough to support the station. Robertson referred to these members as the 700 Club, and the name stuck. The telethon was successful and is still held annually. After the telethon in 66, the 700 Club continued as a nightly two-hour Christian variety program of music, preaching, group prayer, 
Bible study, and interview segments. The music was hymns, instrumental pieces, southern gospel music, and urban gospel music. Liam, if at any point during this story you have questions about what it is like to be raised Irish Catholic... Nah, I'm good. This is where the story sort of branches out into a bunch of different directions. Oh, boy. Uh, This is sort of the beginning of TV uh, evangelicalism and and televised megachurches. Oh, Christ, I already am really, like, viscerally upset by this story. So we're going to go into that part of it more more deeper, but we're just going to focus on Pat Robertson and the 700 Club. Do you know about the 700 Club? I do not, and I'm going to regret knowing by the end of it, aren't I? We'll talk about it after. The first permanent host of the program was Jim Baker, who, along with his then-wife, Tammy Faye Baker, also hosted some children's shows on the same network. Uh, they're going to get their own episode because they're the original megachurch scandals. Like, oh, God. It all starts with uh... them, man. Uh, so we'll talk about that You know later. what I love in my religion? Scandals. Capitalism. Yeah, that's the best. But today we're going to talk about the current host of the 700 Club, Pat Robertson, who is actually evil. Oh, <laughs> Okay. As a commentator and minister on the 700 Club, Robertson has occasionally addressed controversial topics and made a number of bold statements to draw attention to a wide range of issues that have attracted criticism as well as support. I'm going to go ahead and guess that Pat Robertson is pro-choice, pro-gay marriage, pro-being just like a chill dude. Oh, yeah, me and him get stoned together all the time. All the time. Some of his remarks have been made the subject of national and international media attention, prompting responses from politicians. You remember that little thing, separation of church and state? Wouldn't it be great if that was real? (laughs) (laughs) This is our most fucking, like, political episode of Media Majors in a a skosh. So, Robertson's service as a minister has included the belief in the healing power of God... He has prayed to deflect hurricanes, denounced Hinduism as demonic, and Islam as satanic. Robertson has denounced left-wing views of feminism, activism regarding homosexuality, <laughs> abortion, and liberal college professors. Oh, God. What do you? Hang on a second. What do you think the distinction is between satanic and demonic? Because Hinduism, demonic? Yeah. Islam? Satanic. Satanic? Multiple what do you think the distinction is there? Polytheism versus monotheism. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't, but... No, it doesn't make any sense yeah. at all. Especially because Islam and Christianity are, like, literally the same thing. Yeah. And well, Judaism. Yes, they're... Listen, it's all... They're all trees. The oak, the redwood, yeah. and the... They've got, you know... Third tree. They've got My different... Di- yeah, different cultures, similar roots, I guess. This is where it gets a little bit weird. A little. Oh, this is where it gets a little bit weird, Liam. I'm gonna keep saying that before every paragraph because oh, it gets worse. Critics claim Robertson had business dealings in Africa with former presidents Charles Taylor of Liberia and Mubotu, and Mubotu Sese Seku of Zaire, who had Liam apologizes for that name pronunciation. I would, except uh, he's like an evil dude who both had internationally denounced for claims of human rights violations. Oh, yeah. So the world went, hey, these two presidents of Africa have been violating human rights. And Pat Robertson was like, and they're my best friends. <laughs> A regular Sean Penn, Hugo, Chavez situation. Dude, the next sentence, Robertson was criticized worldwide for his call for Hugo Chavez's assassination. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh, incredible. Tom, this part's going to get a little weird. Liam? The week of September 11th, 2001, 
Oh my fucking god, shut the fuck up and fuck off and get the fuck out of my house. Robertson discussed the terror attacks with Jerry Falwell. Oh god, no! And, and said... No! Quote... Oh no! The ACLU is a lot to blame for this. What the hold fuck, on, hold dude? On. Quote isn't done. In addition to the pagans and the abortionists and the feminists and the gays and the lesbians who have helped the terror attacks of September 11th happen. And then Robertson replied, and then Robertson replied, I totally concur. What do you think it's like to just like not live in the real world? It must be nice. It must be fucking nice. Oh, God. President George W. Bush demanded that they apologize. Fucking good for him. Fuck wait. JWB, but also. Wait, wait, JW, his brother? Jeb. <laughs> Jeb, Jeb W. Bush. Uh, only Falwell apologized. Robertson was like, nah, dude. Yeah, fucking of course he didn't. On November Apology's 9th, not very big in... In the Robertson clan. Or in Christianity. Alright, I can just skip this paragraph. But basically, Robertson has claimed that Islam is satanic and violent, and you're not dealing with a religion, you're dealing with a political system. This is worse than the Communist Party. This is worse than the fun fascism. So Robertson's response to the... 2010 Haiti earthquake also oh, drew no. com- controversy and condemnation. Liam, I already threw my hat across the room. I'm going to have to throw my glasses next, and I don't well, want to have that. to do that. Robert, but uh, I will. He claimed that Haiti's founders had sworn a pact to the devil in order to liberate <laughs> themselves from French slave owners. Oh, here they go! And indirectly. Attributed. Oh, whoa! Buckets! There go my glasses! Buckets! He threw it right at that uh, bullseye I made of Pat Robertson's fucking face. Oh my god. So basically, he was like, because the Haitians <sighs> revolted and got their own country, they had to make a pact with the devil. And he kind of came out as pro slavery there a little bit. Whoa! And he said that the Haitian people had been cursed for doing so. <sighs> yeah, uh, you know, all the curses that they talk about in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Various figures in main, main, in like actual Christianity and even, and even evangelical Christianity have said that this is some mad fucked up shit. So as I said, Pat Robertson is the creator and host of the Seven Hundred Club. Mm-hmm. Seven Hundred Club is like Christian QVC. It's one of those fakes, you know, give us money and and the Lord God Jesus will save you. You guess what channel it's syndicated on? ABC, NBC. Oh, you're CBS? so close. ABC Family. ABC Family. What the fuck? Are ABC you fucking Family. kidding me? Dude, the reason that I, I I wrote this story was I used to watch ABC Family when I was a kid because they'd show Whose Line Is In Anyway and like old sitcoms like that I that I really liked. And I remember being like, all right, I, I know it's done because the 700 Club has come on. Pat <laughs> Robertson's talking about the fucking devil again. Oh, God. So, I like, this is a man who honestly blamed 9-11 for pay- from pagans, abortionists, the gays, and the lesbians, both. And ABC Family is still like, no, sorry, Freeform. They're Freeform now. And they're still like, yeah, we're, we're going to keep associating with you. Unreal. Another, it's a show on Lifetime. A, a channel that does not syndicate Pat Robertson. <laughs> Tom, I think we should go for a drive. We're going to go down the street. Or go to the. Do you see that that st- uh, that street light over there? Yeah. Do you see it's all right at that corner? You know what that corner is? Is it the? It's the corner of um self and care. It is. It's right on Self Avenue and Care Street. Yeah. We've made it to Self Care Corner because sometimes, uh, we do a podcast 
where we both decide to talk about right foul ghoulish shit. <laughs> yeah, and for we some really reason, do. we're like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be an entertaining listen. And I just want to die. <laughs> and it doesn't even have to do with the two burritos. I was fine. I ate two burritos before this, and I felt great. And now, I don't. I could, like, squish your tummy real firm. I mean, if you want to coat your room in burrito vomit... That's definitely the right way to do it. Listen, Liam, don't kink shame me. <laughs> kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> uh, good vine. Good vine. That's my self-care corner. That vine. That's your self-care corner? No. I don't know what my self-care corner is. Neither do I. Let's Time to brainstorm. Here's the part of the podcast that we always cut out because neither of us have come to the table with a self-care corner prepared. So we spend like a minute and a fucking half bullshitting trying to find something happy that happened in our life i mean like i saw you two days ago yeah that's right (laughs) all right my self-care corner you know what here's my self-care corner and it can be yours too because i think it was quite the night but uh so as many of you know tom and i are in a DD group it's quite fun this is true and uh we're very loose with the rules yeah and i get to just make up a new world and it's a lot of fun but I honed those skills playing this game with my friends that we call That Happens. And the idea of the game oh is God, right. you come up with like the beginning of a very loose D&D game. And then I we all just kind of improv and goof our ways into literally the point of where we're all pissing our pants laughing at yeah. just absurdities. And we, uh, after playing some Jackbox, game, back, Jackbox games with Tom... I floated the idea that we should play That Happens. And it was the best game that we ever fucking played of That Happens. It was amazing. You know what? Yeah, I'll I'll say that that's my self-care corner, but I should also bring something, a a ridge to the table. I've got a pretty uh, podcast one for afterwards. Oh, yeah. You know what? This is like a small one, but like earlier I mentioned like social anxiety and stuff. Like I couldn't even fucking go to a Starbucks, but... I'm going to go to my, like, unofficial high school reunion with people from my year. And I worked up the, like, I got a, like, I got a bunch of emails and I was like, this is going to be terrifying and I won't go. And then I got, like, another email and then I got, like, a Facebook invite and I was weighing whether or not to go and I was really fucking stressing about it. Today I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to fucking go. Sometimes, sometimes you got to dive into the deep end, even if it means going to your five-year high school reunion. Oh, my God. Liam, what have I done? Well, you'll be fine. Yeah, so that's my self-care corner is I fucking, like, managed to overcome some pretty severe social anxiety, and I'm going to go to my high school reunion. Whoa! Yeah, absolutely. We cracked 1,100 downloads. What the fuck? Why the fuck do you people listen to this show? I love you so much, Thank you. Oh my god. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who supports the show. And thank you to our we've learned that we have listeners not only in, in these great states of the United, but we have listeners in Japan. That's awesome. That's wild. That's yeah. so great. Like you chose the wrong podcast to learn from, but I'm so glad you chose ours. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who listens and in we Germany, to... in the UK, in Canada. We know you're out there. We hear you. Yeah. We love you. We hope to keep this these numbers growing um so some exciting news uh we keep forgetting to talk about this uh we're this is episode 39 we're about to record episode 40 in a couple episode 39 nice nice half a 69 (laughs) (laughs) fall asleep eating that puss or sucking dick you know whatever you want to do um or maybe hey maybe just smooching lips
so we're we we aren't gonna stop anytime soon i think so no we're gonna keep recording so yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna hit going. episode 50 soon and we've come up with what we're gonna do for episode 50 and we're so excited for it holy that we have to fucking tell you. shit you guys so for episode 50 we are gonna do the history of pornography oh my god starting from print and film mostly film liam's gonna handle that handle that go up right into the uh decline that leads us into the internet and if you think that i'm not gonna talk about source filmmaker porn you're wrong you've got another fucking thing coming uh, friendo so look forward to that i th- I, th- I think that might be our best episode holy yet. shit like we are be... both gonna dive way too deep into oh, these subjects god we have a facebook group oh yes please like it uh, sorry a facebook page a facebook page media majors podcast we've got a twitter at media majors cast we have got an email media majors podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us a self-care corner something good that happened in your life we can read it out and if you follow us on twitter we will shout you out. There's no shout-out section this week, unfortunately. No, you know what? You can't have it every week. And uh, if, you know, if you're listening to this in any of the many great countries we, we listed and you want to help us out, write us and rate us on, on yes. iTunes. That really, 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 really helps out podcasts, yeah. especially podcasts like us where we don't really have any... We, I mean, we don't. We don't have any advertising. We rely completely on word of mouth yeah. and, like, our social media reaches, which, like, we're two normal guys. Yeah. So... And, yeah, it, it, yeah, seriously, if you're listening on mobile, it's as easy as, like, going to our page on the app... Or not on the app store. It's as easy as going to our page on the, the podcast app and, like, seriously, like, a sentence review. Like, one sentence. You don't have to... You listen, you don't have to be like fucking William Faulkner or something, some shit like that. Like, just be like, hey, I like your show. Five stars. Or, hey, you guys suck. Yeah. You fucking lefty yeah. cucks. You yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah. The review doesn't have to be good, but make it good. Yeah. Um, but listen, we, we're fucking floored that we have this many episode downloads. Yeah. And we want to reach a wider audience. And we want you guys to be part of that. And this is how you can help. Yep. So it would mean the world to us. And hey, if you write us a review that's in the shout out section, we'll, we'll definitely give you a shout out for yep. that. So, uh, yeah. Everybody, thank you for listening to another episode of Media Majors. We'll be there next week and we'll, we'll be, be there, there for, for you. me. Fuck. Uh-huh.